segment we were discussing his Niners the Niner Empire and how uh, Mike Shanahan has that has that team uh, really really uh, Kyle Shanahan excuse me Kyle hey, Shanahan they, they, has that team really really <laughs> humming and really pushing into the playoffs looking like the best team in the NFC I was talking about you've built an offense that's so fantastic and so deep and you and you have such a such a such depth you can run the ball and obviously, you need to get Debo back. Having Debo is, right. is he, a major. He, he came back to practice is a, is today. Oh, that's good. That's good to hear. Uh, you really need him because he can run it. He can he can play out of slide. He can play X wide receiver. I hate to see them run with him. And, I, and Jerry Rice was talking about that. You know, you just don't. When you have someone as talented as him, that's why you get CMC, so you don't have to run him anymore. And um, you want to you want to limit his exposure on some mm-hmm. of those plays. He has such a, a strong running style, you know. Even he, rather he's, he's running out of the backfield or he catches the ball on the slant, he's just looking for the contact. He's looking for the yards after catch, all of that stuff. Yeah, he, he's too strong because right. see, when he's playing as a running back, the defenders are. I look at it when I see him tackle, go to tackle him, they feel disrespected, right? Because he's a wide receiver. Playing running he's not back, built like a wide receiver, but he's right? never he's been built, built like right. one. But they try to tee off on him. Right, he's built like Ezekiel. As Elliott. soon as he's they just... go towards him to, to tackle him, like when he right. got hurt, it was like, oh, we're just gonna gang tackle. Right, him. right. And we're just right. gonna bend on him and pull up like. It's... Right. But when he catches it in an open field as a receiver, it's a little harder to get those clean get shots right. on him. So, yeah, I, I want to dial it back for the playoffs. But we were we were talking in the last segment how to if you're able to get to the Super Bowl again, it's just like you ran into Mahomes couple of years ago jimmy g was maybe three feet away on on a deep mm-hmm. ball from from winning that super bowl they had they had kansas city dead to rights but you have the mahomes element you have the josh allen element you have the you have the uh, joey cigars element so you you have some really good quarterbacks in in the afc i have a theory and i've talked about when we've been out here tailgating throughout the year the media tends to decide who's good and who's bad. So the, the mm-hmm. media decided that Trey Lance was going to be a bust. They didn't like some of the things that they saw in practice. He's black. They just they didn't like Trey Lance. So the media, whatever Trey Lance did, it wasn't going to be good enough. The media decided that Tua was a bust. Uh, Tua played pretty well for a while. Now, I think Tua, I don't think he's big enough to play in the NFL. And he's going to have four concussions this season. So he's going to yeah. have to have a long offseason to think about his future. You don't want to be Earl Campbell. You don't want to be Altoon. You don't want to be – one of these guys, and and God forbid you don't want to be Junior Seau or, or Dave Durison or some of these guys that yeah, are man. so uh, impacted by concussions that that their life quality is bad and they, and they choose that they can't do it anymore. I think you really, when you've had someone that's had so many concussions in a short period of time, you have to consider that. I know that's why Troy Aikman requ- retired. Too Troy young. Aikman retired because of concussions. Yep. But the media decided that Tua was a bust. So when Tua came out and was 7-0 and as a starter, it doesn't matter, it's the coach, He's still a bust. He had a bad game at San Francisco, which everyone has a bad game at San Francisco. And he had another oh, yeah. bad game at the Chargers. So they played at San Francisco. These, this is Miami. They played at San Francisco, stayed in California, played at L.A. the next week, and he had two bad games. It's all two as a bust. So, so they've made up their mind. Right. I think that the media has made up their mind that Josh Allen is 
at Mahomes' level. And I don't see it. I don't no. see any greatness in no. Josh Allen. I actually think that Joe Burrow is better than Josh Allen. He is. I think that Joe Burrow is the second-best quarterback in the AFC. Um, I would take Joe great. Burrow over Josh Allen 10 times out of 10. Uh, and and I, I, wanted to, I wanted to hear your thoughts on it because the media has decided – they ignore all of the red zone interceptions that Josh Allen has, all of the turnovers, all of the reckless stuff. And then when he runs, it's funny because when Lamar Jackson runs, the narrative as well, you know, he's not going to be able to play long in the league running like that. When when Josh Allen runs, it's, oh, he's just putting the team on his back. He's the Superman cape. And I'm just like, I don't see greatness in Josh Allen. I see very good, yes, but I don't see greatness. I don't see – Peyton Manning. I don't see Brett Favre. I don't see Tom Brady in his prime. I don't. I don't see Aaron Rodgers. I don't see any of those guys. I. I see like Steve McNair when I look at him. I. I see Cam Newton when when he was in his prime. You know. I see. I see guys. I see Eli Manning maybe a little bit, but I don't. I don't see that greatness where this is the guy that's the face of the NFL. I think Joe Burrow is much better than him from what I've seen. And I. I agree with with most of your points. So. The Cam Newton, the Steve McNair, that mold of a quarterback. Two MVP. Well, Cam's an MVP. I think Cam's McNair was like a co-MVP right. one year with yeah. uh, Peyton. Him and Peyton were MVP. Um, so it's not a knock. You know, those are MVP guys, uh, franchise quarterbacks. Led teams to playoffs multiple right. years. And, hell, McNair led two teams to the playoffs. Right. So, you know. It's, yeah, they had it's some deep a, runs with Baltimore. People right. That, it's, yeah. it's not a slight. It's not a knock. But. Burrow I'm not saying that he better. sucks. I'm not saying right. that he's, no, is, he's is a nowhere in there. Yeah, he's a very that. good quarterback. But um, the red zone turnovers, that's why when you said you don't think the 49ers can beat the Bills in I mean, the that Super game Bowl, against the Vikings was unbelievable. But, it was just all of those picks in the end zone. You just can't, yeah, you can't do that. Like, you, one you thing about it, him being the quarterback of the Buffalo Bills helps the 49ers because he's a big guy. Right. He's physical. He's going to turn the ball over. Right. You know he can give you one or two. And, you know, with that defense, this, you know. So you think up. the 49ers beat the Bills if they got to the Super Bowl against them? right now, today, as constructed. You think 49ers are better? The 49ers are the best team, top to bottom. Like, the 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 Chiefs blew them out in San Francisco. See, I think that they're maybe the top three. I just – I can't give it when you have Brock as quarterback because you still – he's been very good, but at some point someone's going to watch some tape on him. And, and, and it's going to be a problem. Tendencies. I'm not saying that he can't overcome that and that Shanahan can't come with a better game plan. I'm just saying that when you when you see someone after four or five weeks, it's a little bit different than when you haven't seen them before. Because nobody true. knew that he could play. That's the truth. Right. The only See, the, the knock that was on Trey Lance was he didn't have enough tape. He didn't have enough right. quarterback play. Well, this guy started 47 games. Right. And so that's the – the the trade off. Well, he's Absolutely. not as athletic. Arm isn't as strong, but he's seen a lot. You of You don't football. have to have a strong arm to be in that offense. No, you don't. You're, and you're that's, and that's the ball okay. Off a lot, so and he can run a right. little bit. And you have receivers that can make plays after they get the ball. So you, you got, all you got to do is not turn the ball right. over and get it to eighty five, get it to nineteen, Absolutely. get it to eleven, get it get it to anybody right. that that can go catch it, get it to C Mac. You know. So, but back to the point of Josh Allen. I think he's going to be an MVP guy one year. Yeah, I think that but they'll, they'll not find a, a Super way to Bowl give him champion. MVP and, as a, I think that they'll win a Super Bowl at some point. I don't. I don't. Um, I I don't think it's going to be this year. I picked the Bills to win the Super Bowl, but the more I've seen Josh Allen throughout the the season, I just think it's those those red zone turnovers really. Because well, that's why are you not throwing it? that's bad. That's not coaching. You know, that's not that's not the offensive coordinator's fault. That's not. 
that's not the staff's fault. That's not his receivers and running back. That's not a scheme issue. He's making bad decisions. But is he makes decision? a lot of bad decisions, and he tries to kind of be Superman. Kind of reminds me of Carson Wentz. I'm not saying that he's bad Ooh. like Carson Wentz, but but people, Ooh. you can't turn the ball over in the red zone twice in the playoffs and win. You can do that when you're playing the Jets. You could do that when you're playing the Patriots or mediocre teams in the AFC East. You can do that, you know, against the Colts or someone like that, some of the teams that they played. But you can't do that in the playoffs. You're not going to be able to overcome red zone turnovers against the Chiefs. And I know I know that they've they finally got through the Chiefs this year. Um but I look that's the other thing that makes me think that Joe Burrow is that dude because he kind of owns Patrick Mahomes. Three and oh. He's 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 not scared of Patrick Mahomes. He knows that even if he's down by by twenty, he can come back and beat Patrick Mahomes. Yes, and that's that says a lot about Joe Burrow. Yes, and uh, the Bengals. I don't think anyone's talking about them because people didn't expect them to be good this year. You thought that they would kind of regress to the mean a little bit. But I know the Bengals. I did. The Bengals. I did too. I did. The too. the yeah. Bengals look very good. They've been very consistent, and uh, the the AFC North is a difficult division. You know, people sleep on on the Steelers. You can't ever sleep on no Tomlin coach team, man. Yeah, Tomlin's going to find a way to get 500. He's going to find a way to get 500 every year. He's going to find a way year, not man. to have just, a losing he record. He hasn't, Tomlin hasn't had a decent team in five years, and he's found a way. As people, I know people in Pittsburgh, he's living in Pittsburgh. He's been on the radio up there. People in Pittsburgh want him out, and I'm just like, be careful of what you ask for because you might Ooh. get it. You know, Colts, Colts fans wanted uh, – they wanted Reich out, and then they got Saturday, and now Saturday didn't know what to do. I'd rather, I'd rather have you on the sidelines, big coach. I, I Saturday didn't have, you. He didn't have a clue on how to put a game plan in place, and you could look at him. It's not a diss to him. You could look at him and tell that he's a TV guy because TV guys always got their makeup on, and, and they're always dressed right. a certain way, and he looks like a coach. He looks like in a, in a movie of football he could be the coach. But I want my coach to be someone that's watching film twenty hours a day. You know, and he the, ain't doing great, it. And it's obvious that he's not doing that because situational, situational decision making. He he has nothing for you. And and being a coach in the NFL, you know, I talked um, a couple weeks ago when Mike Leach passed away. It's not easy to be a coach at one of these high tier D one programs in the NFL. Oh, no. You're working you're working twenty hour twenty one hour days during the season and even in the off season. You're working 12, 13-hour days watching tape. You know, the whole thing about being a head coach in the NFL is to know that on third and seven that this is the tendencies for the team that you're doing. When they have this particular set, you know, if they're running trips right or if they're running out of pistol formation, that this, these are the three plays that they're most likely to call and how do you defend that in, in scheme. And that takes hours and hours and hours of watching tape. Yeah, it's yeah. obvious that Jeff Saturday is not doing that. It's just obvious yeah. anyone that watches football <laughs> can tell that this guy didn't watch no tape. He just showed up to the stadium in a suit and said rah rah doing his TV stuff, and that's just not what football is, man. Football is a grimy, um, disheveled. You know, people like they, you call people call um, Belichick the hoodie. That's what football is. That's man. what it that's is. Not, that's um, you know in the old days, Bear Bryant and Lombardi, you know, they weren't suits on the field and stuff like that. But that's before you had constant tape and surveillance, man. So right. it's, it's a different game now. Live from the Paragon Seven Studios, you are listening to the Blanche J.
This is James Lewis, host of the Lance Day Radio Network HealthCast series. When I was a quality executive, I spent many years working with Episource on chart retrieval, coding, and their analytics platform. This is the time of year where health plans are focused on their final push for risk adjustment to close out 2021 dates of service. Identify HCC gaps. Stratify at both the member and provider level with Episource analysts. Episource combines intelligent technology and a team with many years of subject matter expertise. For a demonstration request, go to www.episource.com. James Lewis. But I get this email that says, Election Day may be behind us, but our work is far from finished, James. The Senate race in Georgia is headed for a runoff, and that means the result of this election depends on what we do between now and December 6th. And it says in big, bold letters, you haven't donated this year to the DNC. Split. So it's giving me instruction. Split a $10 donation between Raphael Warnock's campaign and the DNC to help with this runoff and defeat Herschel Walker. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmode Squad. Don't don't demand money from me, DNC. Don't ever send me an email like that again in your life. If I was there, I'd probably, just to be spiteful, I'd probably vote for Herschel Walker just to spite you because that email was so disrespectful. You demanding my money that I worked hard for during a recession in a post-COVID society? When I got a family to feed and they're demanding that I give you money, bleep you, man. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. I'm the latest hashtag challenge. And everyone on social media is trying me. I'm trending so hard that hashtag common sense can't keep up. This is going to get tens and tens of views. But if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage... You could be left to pay for this yourself. Get Allstate and be better protected from mayhem for a whole lot less. It's time to switch to T-Mobile. Right now, pay zero cost when you do. Keep your number and keep your phone. We'll even pay it off. Only at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G. Mm-hmm. 